The Permian Basin is an abundant oil and gas producing area. Already one of the world's leading oil producing regions, the area in West Texas and southeastern New Mexico will continue to be America's main source for energy independence. But who are the leaders behind this economic powerhouse? And what is their story? This is Permian Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Escamilla. Today's show is sponsored by NOV. NOV delivers technology-driven solutions to empower the global energy industry. For more than 150 years, NOV has pioneered innovations that enable its customers to safely produce abundant energy while minimizing environmental impact. The energy industry depends on NOV's deep expertise and technology to continually improve oil field operations and assist in efforts to advance the energy transition world towards a more sustainable future. NOV powers the industry that powers the world. Coming up later in our show, we'll have a giveaway announcement from our sponsor. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope that you are having a fantastic week. It is summer. Things are going. Things are moving. Hopefully, you've made it to a lake or you're getting to water sometime soon. But I'm sitting here today in Midland, Texas with Stacy Jones, and Stacy is the marketing agent for the Permian Basin International Oil Show and the owner of the Minds Eye Creative. Stacy, thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. I'm super excited to hear your story. I can't wait. I just heard a little tidbit right before we got behind the microphone and got the headphones on. And I'm just so excited for you to share it with everyone. So thanks again for being with us today. Before we begin, I want to ask everyone to help our show out by taking a few minutes to leave a review on iTunes. That can be a tongue twister, a review. We have recently been moving up the charts on Chartable.com. So thank you so much. At last check, we were at like 124 on the list. And I cannot thank you enough for helping and sharing our podcast. So if you feel like it, swing by, leave a five-star review, tell us what you like about the podcast, and we will read it in an upcoming episode. All right, Stacy Jones is with us. Stacy, you are awesome. You, you do a lot of things. Let's talk about, first of all, how you got involved in the oil and gas industry. I grew up in Midland. There you go. <laughs> there's no there's no other industry to be in, That's especially right. in the 80s, you know. I love that. My dad was a vice president of production for an oil company. And then my husband, I married somebody who's been a vice president, EVP, district manager, drilling manager for different EMPs. So I kind of was like inbred into it. You you had no choice. I had no choice. It just continued. I understand. Well, I just love that because I think it's always interesting to find out who gets in, how they get in and why. You took a really awesome creative route. Tell us about the Mind's Eye Creative. Well, so my husband and I moved to Oklahoma City, the Edmond area, Mm -hmm. 20 years ago. And I went to work for a marketing agency. After about two and a half years, one of my, the graphic creative designer came and said, we need to start our own company. And I'm like, no. And he goes, yes. And I'm like, why? And he goes, you're the best AE we've had since I've been here. And I think we can do a better job. So we did. We left. And next week, Minds Eye will be 17 years old. Wow. Congratulations. That's incredible. And you do websites, you do marketing, You do it all. We do all. We do anything digital. We still do a little bit of traditional media, not near as much as we used to. Pretty much everything we do now is digital. We we brand. We manage all social platforms. We build websites. Pretty much anything we can dream up, we do. And a lot of oil and gas. A lot of oil and gas. (laughs) Well, so 
We started in 2004. And in 2010, I was like, you know, we're missing the mark. We need to be getting into the oil and gas industry. So I came to the oil show in 2010 with my team Mm -hmm. just to see if I thought it was viable to open an office in Midland. And we walked around and everybody, I mean, I hadn't seen people in years. And everybody was like, hey, Stacey, I haven't seen you in forever. I was like, yeah, because I moved, you know. (laughs) And my team was like, how do you know all these people? I'm like, this is Midland. It's the oil industry. So after that trip, we were like, okay. So I just opened an office in Midland and started seeing clients. And it was amazing because one of the things that differentiates me from other agencies, especially in this area, is my background. My learning curve is so much shorter than someone who doesn't even know the difference between upstream, midstream, and downstream. Right. So You grew up in it. I grew up in it. I think osmotically, I got way too much information. So, but that helps. That does. So I started off with big Nick Tomlin at Big D, and he's like, "Love Nick, are yes. you going to come back and see me? I've had three people out here, and nobody ever comes back." So now Big D has been my client for since 2010. Wow! And I've picked up a lot more along the way. And so 2011, 2010, 2011, I did a lot of work, and I still do for the Permian Basin Oilman's Bass Invitational. Mm-hmm. It's a big Make a Wish fishing tournament and they've donated i can't remember how much it is at this point but like over five million dollars to make a wish they're the largest donor in this area to make a wish wow so i did all their stuff their president at the time was best friends with the executive director of the oil show and that's how west texas how west texas works (laughs) and i got introduced and have been working with them ever since. Oh, that's awesome. I love hearing those stories because i think it's always interesting to find out how people get in the oil and gas industry but it's also important to hear how they stay in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because, it is, because a lot of people ba- are bailing, and so yes. not by choice. Yes, not not always by choice. It's been a rough couple of years, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about the oil show in a minute. But first, I just want to mention something else that you are doing, the oil field calendar. Yes. Yes. I think this is fantastic. And I love what you told me earlier because I said, well, I don't think a lot of people have heard about it yet. Let's talk about it. You said, there have been no events lately. That's why. But there are again. Right. right. Here's the thing. You know Janie Snelson. Oh, I love Janie. Okay. Yes. Janie, I either love her or I want to kill her (laughs) for a couple of reasons. Years ago, we didn't even know each other in Midland, but years ago, she would send me all, she would do all of the events in the Permian and send everybody a spreadsheet. Well, I had like nine or 10 service company websites that I was updating constantly, this spreadsheet. Right. And I finally called Janie and said, I'm coming to Midland. We need to sit down and talk. So we, so we went to dinner and I'm like, we need to build a website. This is ridiculous. So people can go enter their own events. Right. And we approve them and then, they, then they're posted. And then we send out email blasts to all of our list of what's coming up the next week. But obviously this last year, there haven't been events. We've no had, events. We've had, we've had events. We've had people reschedule. Then- Cancel, then reschedule, and then now it's the next year for the event. Right. So it's been a struggle. But the oil field, it's called oilpatchcalendar.com. Love it. You can put any of your, like a lot of associations like AADE, SPE, API, they go in and they just load up all their events. And, and, it, and you can do the events by producing basin. Like you've got the Permian, you've got okay. the Bakken, you've got the Haynesville, you know, the Mid-Continent. So we have all of the different producing basins. And you can select where you want your event to be blasted out to. Wow. I love it. So oilpatchcalendar.com. What a great way for everyone, though, to stay connected and know what's happening and know, hey, wait, I don't want to put my event that day because, look, 
there's another event as well. So it can it can help you in scheduling your own. It too. does. It does. And Janie did this is the reason I'm not sure if I like Janie or <laughs> or want to kill her. Actually I love her, but I know you do. About four years ago she introduced me to this group of executives, like all thirty five plus years, and they had formed a consulting company called Privateer Consulting. And Janie's like, You need to be a part. You need to be a part. So she introduced me and within like Three days, all of a sudden, I was apart. So nice. Janie and I are the only females in this group, but they're men with 35, 40 years experience, you know, from, from corporate sales to engineering, production, land management, any, any facet of the oil and gas industry, we have consultants that handle that. And what they're good at is bringing in young clients or new clients mm-hmm. with disruptive technologies. We're able to finance them. We're able to market them. We're able wow. to we're able to get them in to who they need to see the sweet sweet level that you don't have to go through all those different levels yes. because of the experience of all of our guys. It's like walk them in to the front door of mm. who they need to make a decision. That's awesome. So Janie's been very and I've been very active for a few years. That is fantastic. And any room that you and Janie are in, I want to be in that room. That, is, <laughs> that you you both both have that. You have the connections, but you have the information and you have the education that connects all the right people with the right people and can help build others up. And I love that. And I think it's about helping people here in West Texas. And, and that's exactly what y'all are doing. Janie is a master at it. She, is. she mentors so many young women in mm-hmm. this market. She's amazing. I've been to like Houston and Denver. I've been to all these places with Janie and it doesn't matter where you go. Mm-hmm. She knows everybody. Yes, she does. It's unbelievable. I love it. I love it. Well, I thank her for connecting us. Too. I, so, I thank her. For so co- thank you, this Janie. Is one of those, this is one of those I like her today yes. because she connected yes. us. Yes. Let's talk about the oil show because I think people are just wanting to get out and just connect and to see people again after the year and a half to we've network. had. To network. Network and see what's going on in the oil and gas industry. And so this is the Permian Basin International Oil Show, which usually happens every other year. I'll let you explain the rest. <laughs> okay. So the, the Permian Basin International Oil Show is the oldest oil show in the country. It's also the largest oil show in the country. And it's one of the largest international oil shows wow. in, across the world. Right. It started in 1940, and then World War II interrupted it. So it was supposed to be every even year. They mm-hmm. picked it back up in like 1950. And they had so many foreign people exhibiting that in like 1994, they changed it from the little oil show, the Permian Oil Show, to the Permian Basin International Oil Show. Yes. And PBIOS. You PBIOS. See it, you see, you see it. It's good marketing. Good it's job. Fred the because. Head. Fred the Head. You know it's the PBIOS logo yes. because it has the guy with the hard hat. Yes. So this year, it normally it's every two years on an even year. Well, you know, COVID <laughs> knocked out every event, not just by calendar, every event in the country. And so we're having it this October. The dates are October 19th through the 21st. It's a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Hector County Coliseum. Hector County Coliseum and Showgrounds. Mm-hmm. There are literally seven to 800 exhibitors, almost 1,200 booths, indoor and outdoor. And we have between 25 and 45,000 people walk through those gates in that three days. Wow. And that's weather dependent. If it's right. super 100 degrees, we're not going to have as many people. Or if it's like 2018 and it's 39 and raining, we're not going to have as many people, right. but there is a lot of foot traffic. And the thing about this one is it's just a trade show. There's no right. conference attached. There's no white papers. There's no fireside chats. It's truly just an exposition. 
Right. And it really is a great way to connect with current customers, with potential customers, introduce yourself, get your name out there. There's a lot of different ways to be. You can be an exhibitor or you can be an attendee. And let's tell everyone details. How can they get more information? How can, if they want to be a sponsor of the show, how they can do all that? Okay. So if first, if you want, I'm going to say this, the show has had a waiting list ever since I've been working with them. And that's over a decade. Wow. So- This is the first year that if you go and sign up for a booth right now, you can get in. Not for much longer because we're 98% full. So there's very, very limited booths left. Mm -hmm. There's only indoor booths left. There's no outdoor booths left. And But if you go to pbioilshow.org, you can click on the exhibitor, exhibitor application, fill it out, It'll go to this wonderful lady at the Oil Show office named Jess. Hi, Jess. Hi, Jess. (laughs) And she will send you a confirmation, find out. She'll let you pick which booth that's available, which there's very few. And then she'll get you a contract out. Fantastic. We're pretty excited. This, I think this year there's going to be so many people. Like you said, people are just starved. Mm -hmm. They're starved to network. They're starved. And this show, you see you will see people that you haven't seen in 10 years. Right. It is. It's I mean, fun. There's always an energy, I think, just even in West Texas when oil show is happening. I've been in the media over 25 years, and I remember every time we'd report on it, that it was just like, there was just an excitement, a buzz with people all over the world coming here. Yeah, it is. It, and so you can exhibit, but you can also go as an attendee. Yeah. Their registration is free. You don't okay. have to pay. You do have to pre-register either online or at the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. You still will have to go pick up your badge no matter which way you register. And badges can be picked up a week before the show. You have to be in the industry. Okay. And you have to be over 16 years old. Those are the only requirements. Okay, check and check. Okay, check and check. Those are the only requirements. Again, it's free to anybody who wants to attend. What do you think people can do to make the most of that experience? Because it can be overwhelming when you go into a show and there's so many people. And as we said, this year will be bigger and better than ever just because people want to get out. How can people make the most of that experience? What do you suggest? Somebody who's attending? Yes, someone who's attending. I suggest that you figure out who your target clients are. Mm -hmm. You look through the program guide, and then you go and you start having conversations, maybe have a leave-behind piece of material, a business card with a QR code on it that automatically scans your information, your contact information into their phone. No need for them to keep the card. Right. Really just network. And make sure you're reaching out to the right people, the people that really could use your services mm-hmm. because there are so many people out there. You don't want to waste time on the ones that aren't that aren't a potential client. And how do you know that though? Like, how do you know you need to do your homework before you need to do your homework? I mean, right. if you're in the oil field, you know what you do. You know if an EMP is your client, or you know if you know if it's the engineer or if it's the project manager. Those, I mean, you know that. So right. you can go through like the program guides. They put out a program guide every year, has every exhibitor listed, and it's done by AOGR, American Oil and Gas Reporter. And they hand them out. They print an extra 30,000 plus and hand them out at the front gate. Wow. So you can just go through that and say, oh, I need to see them, or I've been trying to get into them. And a lot of times the person you've been looking for may be standing at the booth. Right. I'm glad you mentioned the QR codes because I feel like I feel like QR codes made a comeback in COVID. COVID made, <laughs> QR codes were so out after about 2014. So, yes. I haven't used one in probably seven or eight years. And then COVID hit and every restaurant every menu yes. is a QR code. So QR codes have definitely made a resurrection. Yes. 
And in fact, I'd like, I'm building new business cards for Big D right now. And on the back, it has a QR code for the website and a QR code for the sales reps contact. I love it. I love it. They really have. They've made, they have made a comeback. I really thought they were gone forever. <laughs> I did too. But, but the good thing is, you know, back in the day, you had to have a special app to read the QR code. Right. Now, you just have to put your camera phone on it and automatically reads it. Right. There you go. The one thing that happened good during COVID. I mean, there's, there's been a couple others, but there, there's one good thing that happened yes. through through the pandemic. There for is. Sure. What about someone that is exhibiting? What would you suggest to someone that's exhibiting for them to make the most out of this opportunity? I suggest that they bring the right people. Mm. I think that's important. And you'll find a lot of times they just bring people to fill the booth, Mm -hmm. not bring the most qualified for the services that you're marketing. Okay. And that is a big, I think that's a big deal. You know, you can't bring somebody off the front desk and you can't bring somebody out of the yard. Mm -hmm. You have to have your sales staff, your business development people there so that they can talk intelligently about your products and services. I think that's one big key. And the other one is don't ever l- overlook anybody who comes to see you. You never know who they are. Yes. And there's a lot of really important people walking around this show, but most people do not know who they are. Right. So just don't overlook anybody. With that said, do you think name tags are a good idea? Name tag, no name tag? The, you, you? You'll have a name tag. It's on your badge. Yeah. Uh-huh. Name tags are every Make badge. Make sure it's turned around every, so everyone every can ex- see. Every exhibitor <laughs> and every attendee's badge has their name on it and what company they're with. Okay, very good. Once again, how can someone, if they want to be a sponsor, how would they join to get, is it still Colin Jess or is that a different way to contact you? Well, I handle all the sponsorships okay. and I'm going to be putting them out okay. in the next two weeks. So if somebody wants to be a sponsor, they can just email me mm-hmm. and let me know. As soon as I have them ready, I'll make sure they're on my list to get them out. Mm-hmm. They can email me at sjones at mindseyeads.com. That's M-I-N-D-S-E-Y-E-A-D-S dot com. And I will get you on the list and make sure you get them. And we're looking forward to this. We have had a lot of calls. People wondering, is the show going on? Yes. And (laughs) what do we have to wear masks? Is there social distancing? So the answer right now is yes, there is a show going on. And we do not know what it's going to look like in October. Right. But the show will be following whatever the local and state guidelines are. As far as social distancing, masks, hand sanitizer, what hand right. sanitizer is definitely going to be a new addition to the show in every building. Yes. And every exhibitor is getting a bottle of hand sanitizer to take to their booth. Fantastic. That's the other thing my husband and I joked about. You know, every trade show you went to for the past 20 years, how many times did you throw away the hand, the hand sanitizer? sanitizer? And then this last year, you're like, why did I throw all those away? Well, the Couldn't funny thing find is them. last March. So like you, I own a promotional company, uh-huh. but I just do it for my existing clients. Right. And when this hit and you couldn't buy any hand sanitizer, I went into our promotional items room and pulled out like 15 mini bottles yeah. of hand sanitizers and took them home. Right. You're like, that's all I had. So glad we have these now. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Well, I appreciate you sharing your story. I appreciate you sharing all this information. I want to ask you a couple questions as a leader in this industry, because you have been in it a while, right? Uh, uh, Yes. (laughs) A while. As a leader, what do you think has helped you the most? Do you have a business tool that has helped you the most to be successful? I think that's helped us is one, being a partner, Mm. not being a vendor. 
Become a partner. Get to know your client inside and out so you can do the best job for them possible. Yes. And don't look at it as, you know, yeah, they're my client. They're paying my bills. Look at it as this is a partnership because in a long-term relationship like marketing, mm-hmm. I mean, because my clients are with me 10, 15 years, the long-term relationship, it's all about trust and it's all about, you know, being able to communicate. So I do believe that just looking at your clients as partners versus, you know, just a paycheck right really makes a difference and i'm i'm really good friends with all my clients i could tell i, I mean i could just see how how you would be cuz you have such a positive and energetic spirit and i love that about you and i could see that that carries out into what you do and i think that's important i think a lot of times people they are looking as a paycheck instead of as the, this is a friendship this is a it is it's a friend i mean i yeah. i'm like let's go to happy hour yeah <laughs> so and also my other thing would be Always trust your gut. Mm. I have only gone against my instincts twice in 17 years about taking on a client instead of referring them. Mm -hmm. Always trust your gut because they both turned out horribly. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) That is always my advice. Whenever anyone asks me what, you know, or teenagers or, you know, just anybody that I'm speaking to, you know, I say, always trust your gut because it knows. You get a feeling. And and then like, what do you mean by your gut? I'm like, you know, that turn in your stomach when you're thinking, Something's not right. Or that mommy voice in your head. Yes, the mommy voice. Oh, the mama voice (laughs) is strong. Yes, listen, listen to the mama voice. What about, you knew I was going to ask you this. What about book or podcast? (laughs) What are your favorites? Okay. I like a lot of podcasts and I listen mostly to energy podcasts. I've listened to yours. I've listened to the Digital Wildcatters, The Crude Life, Fossil Fuel Fridays with Matt Hill and Ken Lavin, which they just started a new one and they will be included. They just started a new one called energy talk show. Okay. So mostly what I listen to is oil and gas because I have to stay up on what's going on because I spend so much time curating social media content that I I keep up on those. So that, I listen to those podcasts. My, what did you ask me was? My favorite book. Do you have a favorite book that? My favorite book ever is Texasville by Larry McMurtry. Okay, I haven't heard of that. It is the sequel to The Last Picture Show. Okay. And the reason it's my favorite book, because it really is like in West Texas. Really? And it depicts Midland and Odessa in a very interesting light. And they made a movie out of it. So when I was out, when I got the best part, when I got out of college, I moved to Hawaii and I worked on Maui as a video producer. Oh, fun. Well, That's my, a good gig. That was a good gig. It's a good that gig, was a good Stacey. gig. <laughs> but it's really expensive to live on Maui. Oh. But all my friends... Just, I don't know what they thought about Texas. So I had that on a VHS and I would just give it to them. I was like, watch that. <laughs> and they funny. literally thought that the depiction of people in West Texas on this movie were really what we were like. Right, right. And I'm like, no, guys. Just like people used to think all Texans are like Dallas. Right. We all have an oil well and cattle. That's yeah. what I thought growing up. I thought <laughs> Dallas was it. I mean, I watched that show religiously. I loved it. Moved here and I was like, that's a little different. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some people like that. that. Oh, there, oh, there are quite a few. And there are some of my favorites. That's right. There are some Alexis Carringtons. Uh, <laughs> but I just, I love that. I love hearing new books and podcasts. And I love that you're always listening to the energy because I think to be good at anything, you have to really dive into it and you have to know your industry. And there's no better way nowadays than podcasts. Yeah, that's true. And they're a great traveling companion. They are <laughs> on that long drive from on that long drive to Midland. That's so boring. They're a great traveling companion. <laughs> from Oklahoma. Let's talk about one final thing because I just I love quotes and I think that 
we can all learn by a quote. And I think quotes hit you at a different time and they hit you when you need them. What's your favorite quote? I have two. Okay. And they're both oil and gas related. I love it. Right. My most favorite, well, one's more of a quote and one is sort of a mantra of people between booms and busts. Okay. So my favorite quote is by Red Adair okay. from Wildwell. If you think it's expensive to hire a professional to do the job, wait until you hire an amateur. <laughs> that good. one has resonated with me forever. That's a good one. <laughs> and then I don't know who this quote was. For some reason, I always thought it was attributed to Eddie Childs, but I don't know that. But And it's everywhere. And between every bust and boom, you see bumper stickers. You see just post. Please, Lord, give us all another oil boom. I promise not to screw it up this time. This time. <laughs> yeah. So oh those my are my goodness. one. That's not really a quote. It's more of a mantra that happens that thousands and thousands of people repeat between yes. each cycle. Yes. So hopefully we will eventually learn our lesson. I love it. I hope so. I hope so. And I love those. Thank you for sharing those. Since you mentioned that, what is the buzz, you know, amongst clients? And and you're here now, you know, you just drove in from Oklahoma. You get to talk to your clients though daily. What do you think is happening in the oil it's, and gas industry? Well, especially in the Permian. Well, the worst thing was, you know, COVID. I didn't see my clients in person for like 14 months. Wow. So I was out here in April and I had 18 meetings in three and a half days. Wow. It was a very long week. Yeah. But the buzz is, one, it's picking up. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm recruiting through social media for wireline hands, for sand truck drivers, frack crews. I mean, the problem is everybody left and there's not enough people to fill the things. So mm-hmm. everybody's picking up. They're staying busy. I think, you know, eventually some of the pricing will work itself out because I think right now people are just staying busy to keep their people employed mm-hmm. and hoping that as the price of oil moves up, then some of these margins might change a little bit. Right. But I think everybody's I think everybody's excited. I think I mean, they're so excited to be able to see people. Right. First off, they're so excited to be able to go to a golf tournament, a, a clay shoot. You know, I went to an event Sunday night out at, at Woody's right down the road oh, yeah. for Energy Strong. And there were a ton of people there. So I think that everybody is super hopeful. And we'll just have to see. Yeah. We'll just have to see what happens. <laughs> just keep your fingers crossed. As knock that on wood. Mantra said, yeah. just won't screw it up this time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing your time with us and your information. And I just want to give out your email address one more time if anyone wants to reach out and ask anything about the Permian Basin International Oil Show or any other questions they may have that are marketing related. Okay. So my email address is sjones at mindseyeads. Dot com. That's M-I-N-D-S-E-Y-E-A-D-S dot com. Fantastic. And anything you want to add, anything we didn't talk about, Stacy, that you thought, oh, I want to make sure that, that the listeners of Permian Perspective hear this. Come to the whole show. <laughs> I'm seriously. Come it's going to be the fun. Show. It's going to be a good show. It's Honestly, the whole week is like this huge, big party. People are so excited to be here. The attendee registration where you can register will be up the first week of August. Okay. And so you just fill it out. And when you go to the Coliseum, your badge will be waiting for you. Fantastic. Thank you so much. It's so nice to meet you and so nice to hear your story and your knowledge because you have a lot of it. And I'm so happy we get to share it with our listeners. I am so grateful for one, meeting you in person. Thank you, Janie Snelson. Yes, thank you, Jay. And for letting me come on your show. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Stacey. Please reach out to Stacey. And I hope to see all of you at the oil show this year. It's going to be bigger and better than ever before. I know it. I feel it. I already feel the energy and it's not till October. So thank you so much, Stacey. It's time now to announce this week's community MVP. Our MVP is... 
The Fields Edge, founded by John Mark Eccles. Now, the vision of the Fields Edge is to build a permanent, supportive, tiny home community for the chronically homeless in Midland. The village brings people close to 100 formerly homeless residents to the Permian Basin into the Fields Edge family. And every detail of the design is centered on building relationships. I just want to thank John Mark Eccles for doing this, for the good work you are doing in our community. We appreciate you. And we know that this was needed in our community. And we are thankful that you brought it here. Another special thank you to our sponsor, NOV. As you know, NOV powers the industry that powers the world. To stay up to date with the latest on what NOV is doing in the Permian and beyond, you can follow them on on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, all the things. LinkedIn, they're everywhere. So follow them today at NOV. And don't forget, you can still enter to win a briefcase backpack convertible bag to take you from the field to the office by entering the weekly giveaway at NOV.com slash Permian. We hope that you enter today. I hope you win. Good luck. Well, that's it. Thanks again for joining us for this week's Permian Perspective, the story behind the oil and gas leaders in the Permian. Remember, and I know it's summertime and I know everybody is busy. Remember to take some time for yourself today, though, as well. I just think that's so important. And always dream big, believe, and never give up. Thanks for joining us. You make it a great day. Hey, everybody. It's Savannah from OGGN, and here are the events on deck for June 2021. This month, we have six events, but if you'd like the full list, you can click the link in the show notes to sign up for our events newsletter. We send it out every month, and it includes more info about the events that I talk about here. We even include events that occurred two months ahead of time, so if you're interested in always staying in the loop about oil and gas events, make sure to check that out. This month, OGGN will be hosting two events. One is online and one is in person. For our online event, we're hosting a live stream titled Deal Value Creation, M&A and ONG. This is going to be on June the 2nd. And for our in-person event, we're relaunching our happy hours. It's been far too long since we had a good happy hour, so I'm sure plenty of you will be excited to hear that our next happy hour will be at the Cannon in Houston, Texas on June 24th. At this event, you'll be able to meet some of OGGN's hosts and network with other oil and gas industry professionals, all while enjoying great food and drinks. We hope to see you there. Other than OGGN's events, we have two in-person and two online events. First up, we have our two in-person events, which are the Energy Capital Conference on June 2nd at the Omni Houston Hotel and the U.S. Police and Fire Championships from June 10th to the 21st. The Police and Fire Championships will be hosted in multiple locations, so make sure to check out our events newsletter for more information about that. Next, we have our two online events, the first being the Post-Industrial Summit Series. This event actually started on May 4th, but it'll be ending later this month on June 22nd, so there's still plenty to see. And our second online event is the Big Data Industry Summit from June 9th to 10th. If you have any questions about these events or any of our shows, make sure to reach out to me through my email in the show notes. That's all for June. I hope you guys have a great month and thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week for another episode of Permian Perspective, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at www.oggn.com.